the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Pastor Keith Crosby of Hillside Church. Risk your reputation. There's always risk in obedience. But you can experience God redeeming the situation the way you experienced his redemption at salvation. And you can see the reward in this life or the next. And there always will be a reward. And that reward is the result of your faithfulness, of your obedience. I can see the promised land Though there's pain within the plan There is victory in the end Your love is my battle cry The answer for all my life Every dragon will fall The mountains will move Every chain of the past You've broken into All the fear of the lies We're singing the truth That nothing is impossible With you Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Grace to Live radio broadcast with Keith Crosby, Senior Pastor of Hillside Church in San Jose, California. We are so delighted that you've chosen to spend time with us today on the broadcast. And as always, we would encourage you to follow along with us in your Bibles if you can. On today's program, Pastor Keith will be taking us through a series on the providence of God, where we'll be making stops in the book of Ruth, in the Psalms, and also in the book of Job. So if you have your Bibles, please turn with us today to the book of Ruth. Now here's Pastor Keith with today's study. And there was a prescribed procedure in the Old Testament for a lover at marriage, and for a kinsman redeemer, and for the uh, uh, descent of the land into the hands of inheritors for an inheritance. So Boaz reminds this redeemer of the larger picture. And by God's providence, this man goes, I cannot redeem it. I'll impair my own inheritance. God honors obedience. Now, Boab was probably disappointed when he heard him say, I'll redeem it at first. But Boaz knew that God's will is perfect, that God reveals his will through. They wouldn't have called it the hand of providence. They would have called it something like his invisible hand. And he's willing to submit to that. And in his submission, in that hour or moment of maybe concern, or maybe even Ruth waiting to hear a word, there's always blessing when you conform your will to God's will. God loves you, and he wants what is best for you. He does not want to make life unnecessarily hard for you, but he wants you to play a role and to bear witness to your trust and faith in him in this unfolding drama of redemption that is redemptive history. And our obedience honors God's established order 
as revealed in his will and receives from his hand the trials that he sends as we count it all joy. Not that it is easy, but we understand that God is at work and we try to harmonize our trajectory with his trajectory. That's what Boaz is doing here. He obeys. God surprises him by the fact that now he's going to be able to redeem Ruth and Naomi. Yahweh, God wants you to learn to trust him. And that's where these trials come from. You know, these trials are part of his providential hand. So what do you learn from this in the here and now right here? I think a couple of things, a number of things. One, you you always take the risk of obedience. You know, God makes his will very clear in his word. He gives you prohibitions. He gives you prescriptions. He gives you principles that you can apply. So when stuff happens, when life happens, you can look at those principles and interpret that situation through the lens of scripture and respond to his providence with obedience. That's what Boab did. Moab did, excuse me, Boaz did. That's what Ruth did. That's what Naomi did. Ruth said, I'll do whatever you tell me. Naomi said, do as I say. Wait on him, he'll know what to do. That's what's going on here. You always want to take the risk of obedience. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Risk being blessed by God. That's the first piece of application I would give you. And the third, uh, second is, just trust God. Trust God. His ways are perfect. He loves you. He's involved in every inch of thread that makes up the fabric of your existence. And that includes the slings and arrows of this life. He is always there. Even when you can't see him, you may only see the tip of the iceberg. But you have no idea of the incalculable effects of your obedience. So risk being blessed by God, trust God, obey God. Concept number two, parallel number two. Providence, obedience, and redemption. Redemption. We see these in uh, verses nine through 12. Then Boaz said to the elders and all the people, you are witnesses this day. I have bought from the hand of Naomi all that belonged to Elimelech and all that belonged to Chilion and to Malon. Also Ruth the Moabite, the widow of Malon, I have bought to be my wife, to perpetuate the name of the dead in his inheritance, that the name of the dead may not be cut off from among his brothers and from the gate of his native place. You are witnesses today. I told you that Boaz pictures the kinsman redeemer that is Jesus Christ. He's a picture of Christ here. Because here's the thing, by redeeming her, by redeeming her, it cost him. He's going to be happy. I support her, certainly, and her mother, Naomi. But now it impairs his rights of inheritance. It's kind of like Christ sacrificing for us. He is sacrificing for her. So he's going to marry her. He's going to perpetuate the name of her husband, Malon. Not his own name, but this dead man's name. In accordance with what the Bible prescribed in those days, the name of the dead may not be cut off from among his brothers from the gate of the native place. So he'll be representing those interests at the gate as an elder in the city from now on. He had no need to do it, but he did it because he wanted to please God in heaven the way Christ wanted to please his father. 
Redemption. When you submit to God, expect blessing and redemption. Redemption from the situation. You're already redeemed. You're already saved. But God redeems every situation, every circumstance, every hardship. And there is always, always blessing. Even though you can't see it, maybe at, the right, at that second or in that moment. Now, here Boaz can. Boaz is rejoicing in his heart and in his mind because you know that he loves Ruth. You know, and he said, you know, this second, this second act is more wonderful than the first act, the second kindness. So he's thrilled, but he has no idea of the consequences of his actions, the good consequences of his action. But you have to bear witness. He says, you are witnesses this day to what I have done. They must have been thinking, what are you thinking? You're giving up all this stuff. They also know that Ruth is a woman, a worthy woman, a woman of excellence. There's a tale of double obedience here. You don't want to miss it. You see, Ruth's risky obedience, she risked rejection or risked getting redeemed by somebody else. Boaz's obedience, think back to his response to Ruth's request. He had his eye on Ruth. His heart was set on Ruth. But Boaz waited on the Lord. He was willing to forfeit his own line to her dead husband's name. I mean, this is his obedience. And then along such lines, we look at providence from an angle that these people can't see. We realize, I hope you realize, that God had his eye on them from eternity past. There were no surprises for God. He knew what he was going to do with them. He knew what he was going to do to them. He knew what was going to happen. He knew how he was going to redeem the situation. He had his hand on them, bringing them to each other's path. And we'll see all things truly, truly work together for good here as we see redemption accomplished and applied. Boaz might have wanted to rush, but he knew better. And we need to know that too. The same applies to you and me in God's eternal plan. He knows his plans for you. He knows his purposes for you. And he knows that no matter what happens to you, he'll redeem the situation as you seek his will. And that type of redemption and blessing through that risk of obedience always leads to celebration in this life or the next. In this life, though, in that life, Boaz and Ruth saw it immediately. I want you to look, I want you to look at the response to the people, to the elders and the people who are at the gate when Boaz did this. Then all the people who are at the gate and the elders said, We are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your house like Rachel and Leah, who together built up the house of Israel, if they only knew. May you act worthily in Epaphratha and be renowned in Bethlehem. And may your house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah. Tamar was someone who had come out of a bad situation and Judah redeemed her and built the line of Judah, the line through whom the king of Israel came. Because of the offspring that the Lord will give you by this young woman. It's almost like these people were, it's almost like, you know, in a a football game and there's three seconds left to go, somebody kicks the ball through the uprights and the crowd jumps to their feet. These people had been watching Naomi and Ruth's love for her and they were not unaware of Boaz's interactions. Word travels fast And they were like, this is just so great. 
This is so wonderful. May you be blessed beyond what you can imagine. Think about that. You know, when you bear witness, when you obey God, when you suffer for God, when you risk for God, people are watching, and there are unsaved people watching who really want to believe that you believe what you say you believe and that your obedience really matters. And when you obey, they know. And maybe they're going to come talk to you. And they're like, finally, hooray, there's somebody I can talk to. And there are others who are just pulling for you. You know, with obedience, there's redemption, there's celebration. And what do you do with that? Well, consider all of this in what Naomi and Ruth had endured. I mean, consider the initial hardships that led to celebration. Ruth and Naomi came through a long, difficult journey. Sadness led to redemption. Know that your cooperation with God's sovereignty, your obedience is only the tip of the iceberg. There's this ripple effect. You know, when you throw a pebble in a pond and that pebble hits the pond and there's this ripple effect, as our slide will show, where those waves radiate outward from the pebble and their obedience did the same thing as we'll see in just a moment. So what do you do with this? Try and see your circumstances through the lens of providence and obedience. Understand that people are watching and bear witness. Number two, let your witness be grounded by your faith in God and his word. Grounded in trust, grounded in faith. You trusted God to save you. Trust him to redeem the situation. Because when he redeems, there will be a celebration. Concept number three or parallel number three is this. Providence, obedience, and results. Providence, obedience, and results. Where do we see this? We see this in Ruth 4.13. So Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. And he went into her and the Lord gave her conception and she bore a son. They had temporal blessing, right? The results of their obedience. It was the tip of the iceberg. It was good news, good news indeed. I mean, think about it. This woman had been married for 10 years and never had a child. Uh, Providence saw to it that she did. Uh, But now she was blessed by the hand of the Lord in Bethlehem to bring a child into this world who would be the first in their line that would lead to uh, the Messiah. And there would be celebration. You know, the results of her obedience and the results of God's providence would lead to increasing celebration. People went crazy when that child was born. They were so happy. People were pulling for her the way they may be pulling for you as you live for Christ. In verse 14, we see this. Then the women said to Naomi, blessed be the Lord, they praise God, who has not left you this day without a redeemer. And may his name be renowned in Israel. And right now they're talking about the little boy. He shall be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher in your old age. For your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is more than you to seven sons, has given birth to him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him on her lap and became his nurse. And the women of the neighborhood gave him the name, saying, 
a son has been born to Naomi. They named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. The results of obedience. The beginning of the Messianic line and David. Now, when they wrote this, you know, they were just celebrating the birth of this child. And when somebody looked back over the pages of history and inscripturated and wrote down this story for posterity to show us how God moves in our lives, they were rejoicing because all this obedience, all this sticking within the guardrails that God had established in the Pentateuch for the kinsman redeemer, for lover at marriage, waiting on God, the final results was the, was the king of Israel, David, they did not know what was coming next. Their, their celebration really became a prayer. The women were rejoicing, spoke to Naomi, but they were like praying, may God bless, may God do this, blessed be the name of the Lord. They credit him with a son, all this recognition to God. They reckon, they intercede for the son's name, Obed. They pray a blessing on her, and then they have no idea what's coming and what comes. Well, what comes is found in Matthew 1, Matthew chapter 1, and that is the lineage of the Messiah. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Judah. It goes on down. Perez, the father of Hezron. And Nashon, the father of Solomon. Uh, Salmon, and Salmon, the father, father of Boab. Boaz, by Rahab. And Boaz, the father of Obed, by Ruth. And Obed, the father of Jesse. And Jesse, the father of David, the king, after the deportation. Nathan, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who was called the Christ. It's this pebble in a pond thing. It's this tip of the iceberg. God's sovereign plan in biblical terms is often you only see the tip. They thought it was great that they had a son. Finally, this woman's waited 10 years. Naomi has a grandson to care for her in her old age. God redeems the situation. God rewards risk when you obey him. But the results were beyond anything they could imagine because their faithfulness, their obedience, their conformity to the revealed will of God and his word and their following God and the circumstances restrained from getting ahead of him by his word or getting behind him, or deviating to the left or the right, the, the reaction, the equal force, you might say, to this force of nature that is the providence of God, which is more than the force of nature, was your salvation and mine. There's so much we don't see day in and day out as we grind it out in this fallen world, as we look at the world falling apart all around us, we understand that we can't save the world. There's only one Savior, Jesus Christ. There's no politician or political party or movement that's going to change anything. But Christ can change eternities. And you can, as his servant, bear witness to his grace with every divine appointment every providential situation that God places you in. You can respond in obedience. You can risk your reputation. There's always risk in obedience. 
but you can experience God redeeming the situation the way you experienced his redemption at salvation. And you can see the reward in this life or the next, and there always will be a reward, and those, that reward is the result of your faithfulness, of your obedience. So when in doubt, obey. Obey God's word. Stay on the script. He has written the script for us, and that is the word of God. His stage direction will come through the hand of providence and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. You have no idea who or what you are raising or who or what your children or grandchildren will raise. The writer of Ruth had some idea, but Naomi and Boaz didn't. But what they knew was God is to be obeyed and not trifled with. And they did not underestimate his, his ability for compassion and grace. And neither should you thank God. They simply obeyed. And, and so what I can tell you is this. God has raised you up. How many times have I said this to you? For such a time as this. Nothing that happens to you happens by accident or mistake. That is the hand of providence. And the question is, is when he puts you in a certain situation, will you obey? Will you obey? If you do obey, prepare to be amazed because God loves you and he is exalting you by allowing you to serve him. And when you obey him, there will be blessing. There will be reward as you bear witness to him. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to be blessed. Maybe not in this life, maybe you will, but certainly in the next when you lay up treasure in heaven. So what do you do? Number one, understand that your obedience has consequences and they are exponentially greater than what you can see. Do not underestimate the value of your obedience or the impact of it. There's a world that you can't see in a timeline that you can't know. So obey, that means what? Number two, play the role that God has given you. Accept it. Embrace it. There may be times of great distress, but there will be a final time of great celebration. Three, know that trials, hardships, situations and circumstances, ministries, life has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And our final end is what counts when we receive our final reward. Live with eternity stamped on your forehead because God is at work in your life right now and he will see it through. He will complete the work that he began in you and welcome you home. This is not optimism. This is not naivety. This is hope. Hope in the sovereignty of God and his providential hand. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this Amazing story of redemption accomplished and applied where a widow, a foreigner, is welcomed in to a foreign land and in her obedience grafted into the family of Israel redeemed in marriage by a prominent man who loves you and loves her and their obedience has brought about our salvation. Lord, help us never to underestimate the impact of our faithfulness to our faithful God.
Help us to take the risks and the hardships, understanding that you will redeem the situation and that the results will be glorious. We pray this in Jesus' name, the name above all names. Amen. Pastor Keith Crosby on today's edition of Grace to Live. We are so blessed that you've chosen to spend time with us today studying God's Word. And if you'd like more information on Pastor Keith or Hillside Church, here's how you can connect with us. Our mailing address is 545 Hillsdale Avenue in San Jose, California, 95136. The church office telephone line is area code 408 269 4782. And you can connect with us on our website, which is gracetoliveradio.org. There you can check out archived messages of past sermons and also listen to Pastor Keith's weekly blog. And please remember that the Grace to Live Radio program is a listener supported ministry outreach of Hillside Church if you'd like to partner with us financially. Again, all of these things are available to you on our website, gracetoliveradio.org. Also, I'd like to remind you that Pastor Keith and the staff here at Hillside always look forward to hearing from you. So if you'd like to drop us a note, you can email us here at keith at hillside.org. Well, we hope that you'll join us again next time for Grace to Live. But until then, I'm your host, Kevin Reeves. And on behalf of Pastor Keith and everyone here at Hillside Church, it is our prayer that the Lord will richly bless you. And thanks for listening. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.